Hey gang, let's do a hey gang. Uh, all right, so you're at the mall, okay? You're walking through the mall, okay? This is a traffic question. I don't want to just lead you through the mall. What the hell you want to do that for? Oh yeah, we've been there. There's a Cinnabon. There's KB Toy and Hobby. Wait, what mall is that? There's no KB Toy. All right, back to our story. You're walking through the mall, right? There's, there's stores to your right, and there's kiosks to your left. That's it. Stores to your right, kiosks to your left. Maybe you're on the second floor. So there's a, uh, what do you call, open air to your left and a railing. And you look down. Hey, look what's going on on the first floor. That's where I came in. They're still down there trying to sell sunglasses. I'm up here on the second floor. Boy, this is a boring walk through the mall, huh? Where's he going with this? Well, I'll tell you. I'm walking through the mall. Why'd you go to the mall? Because it's raining. Okay, three days of rain here in LA. I'm walking through the mall. I swear to God, I won't digress again. Just listening to myself do this, I'd have already shut this off. So if you've made it this far, I just wanna thank you for everything. All right, no digression. You're walking through the mall, stores on your right, kiosks and stuff to your left. Okay, you've still got to maintain. Don't you still got to maintain two-way traffic? Do you know what I mean? It's not like everybody's going in the same direction. Malls are not one way. I would imagine any mall in America, the way you would handle that is to stay to the right. So if you're walking through the mall and your right shoulder is sort of towards the stores and there's other people coming down, they shouldn't walk right into you. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. If you're, now if you're flush against the stores with your right shoulder, it's actually touching wall or an inch away from the wall, maybe you're too close because people are going to come out of those stores and you're going to slam right into them. I don't recommend you hug the wall with your right shoulder. Just like if you were driving NASCAR, you wouldn't spend the whole race hugging the wall with the right side of your car because people would just, there's no way you could win. You're taking a longer route. In the mall, you stay away from the wall because there's people gonna be coming out of, uh, what's it called? Uniqlo or um, whatever it is, Foot Locker, Kids Foot Locker. Macy's, whatever it is. So here's what happens. I'm walking through. I'm to the right. I'm staying to the right. All of a sudden, these two ladies kibitzing amongst themselves. They come out into the flow, and they're not looking at all. And they're just coming right into me. Now, I know at some point, they've got to notice me in their peripheral in there they gotta know i'm coming but here they come barreling right into me now on any other normal day you just go hey these broads ain't looking i'm the guy it's incumbent upon me to step aside but this time i just thought what if i do the same thing i just continue on my line um basically reciprocating their amount of awareness. So that's what I did. 
And I just kind of stared over their heads like I was, you know, like a glazed over stare. But I just kept proceeding up on my line. I'm doing the same exact thing they are. So, of course, what happens? Basically, we just start going all the way towards each other. And then we, we sort of both just have to stop like an inch away from each other. There's just a dead stop. And I'm still reciprocating whatever they're doing. So I just stop. And then we both just sort of, they sort of split. They just sort of split enough just to get around me. And then we both proceed slowly on our way. Now, I was fine with that being the interaction. If you'd watched it on videotape, you'd go, what are those ladies doing? They're walking straight into this guy. He's totally got the right of way, even though Ma is kind of a give and take situation. So anyway, we both did the same exact thing. We both basically just ignored the presence of each other and then did a little pause to navigate and we move on. All of a sudden I hear behind me, uh, sir, sir, excuse me. And at first, I didn't even think it was happening. Then I heard it again, sir. So I turn and stop, and the lady's like 20 feet away. The lady's like, did you not even see us there? And already the other lady is pulling her along, like, like what? There's nothing that's not worth it. So as soon as she's done, then I just yell back, I did the same exact thing as you. And then um, that lady had already pulled her. They already realized, like, this guy's no pushover. He's got his own agenda. Let's not deal with it. I mean, I could have easily stopped and done the same thing. I could have easily, just while they were moving on with their day, just been like, hey, ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. I could have said, hey, ladies. Well, what was the deal back there? And they'd have been like, what a psycho, let it go. So anyway, there you go. Every time I don't go to a place for a while that's been functioning fine without me, I'll go there and have a problem and just realize, think, I'll just, maybe like I should just stay away from this place. This place runs fine without me in it. Then I go to it and all of a sudden it's got structural problems and things I need to criticize. Maybe the problem is I just shouldn't go there. So it's the mall. Who cares? I'll never go back again. All right, let's see what's coming in at number five. Ball. Cookies, fucking on your bitch, yeah, dot, dot, dot. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody to the trick. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get gang. Cry me a river, keep you with tissue. Bad. bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Savage. We got thudders and hunter rounds too. <laughs> My bitch, bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with. There you go, Bad and Bougie by Migos. I love Migos, they're a band from Atlanta, a rap group, but um, Donald Glover came out at the Golden Globes and he said that they were the Beatles of this generation. I would not go that far. I don't even think they're the most creative rap group uh, going right now. Is it Ray Remnant from Atlanta too? 
They're more the Beatles. They're just more creative. Srem Life 2, check it out. It's got a lot of great songs. But that's Donald Glover's opinion. He's childish Gambino. He knows creative rap. So maybe he knows something I don't. But when you say they're the Beatles of this generation, I'm thinking you're just talking musical creativity. Because he also added that they're not big outside of Atlanta. I mean, that was not the case with the Beatles. The Beatles did not just break in Atlanta. You know, people walk around, man. I'll tell you, I saw George and Paul down at the at Georgia Dome at a Falcons game tonight. And I leaned down to him. I was like, man, you know, y'all are doing great right here. And, you know, I've seen y'all in Peachtree City. I've seen y'all down in, uh, in East Point. Man, you guys are good. I'm telling you, just keep pressing it. Y'all are going to break big, I'm telling you. Northern Florida is ready for you guys. Southern uh, South Carolina is ready for you guys. Well, we really appreciate it. We're trying to watch the game, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm just saying, guys. I know, I know, I know how you love American football, but I'm just saying. Just keep, don't quit. Don't quit. Like, she loves you, help, all those tunes, man. If you can just get a little, maybe you can go over to country radio. Maybe they'll give you a little play over there, a little payola. You bring them some fish and chips wrapped up in a newspaper. But here's what you do. Instead of using, like, the Liverpool Times, you use, like, you know, Georgia Bulldog, like, the, the college paper. You understand? You're getting their good graces. We appreciate your tips. Really? We appreciate your tips, but we just try. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for that. All right, coming in at number... Wait. Coming in at number four. I can't wait to go home. Whatever, Ed Sheeran. He's one of those where the wild things are creatures. He escaped, took some guitar lessons. I'm not into it. Uh, that's not the top. That's not the best stuff Britain has ever given us. I'll tell you that. Ed Sheeran. Most, a lot of, a lot of stuff now just sounds like alt music from the 80s and 90s, but with a pop chorus. Think about that. Why? Yeah, why? No, it just seems like that. It sounds kind of alty. It's good. And then the chorus is just a sellout. Like, it's just, I don't know. Enough about that. Hey, I watched an Oasis documentary, Oasis Supersonic. Okay? Listen to this podcast. Finish it. It'll be over soon. And then go straight to Amazon Prime, Orange Stream, and listen to... Or watch the Oasis documentary. If you're a fan of Conor McGregor, you'll love it. They were uh, they were brothers, and they talked a lot of shit. But it's great. I mean, it's not Ed Sheeran great, but it's great. No gang. I mean, these these are real rock stars. To be a real rock star, you gotta be kind of ruffling feathers. 
That's why when Kanye claims he's a rock star, I, I ex actually believe it. I mean, I accept it. He's a rap star, rock star. Oasis were rock stars. I won't even give any of it away. Just watch it. It's too good to be true. That's what I would say of that in them, their whole story. It's too funny, too great, and too exciting to actually be true. Watch it. We'll discuss it. I, I could dedicate a whole episode to that film. But um, there you go. Now in the mall in Britain, they got malls there probably. Hey, we, we're doing a tour. We're flying over to England. What, are you doing a tour? Like a music tour? Stand-up tour? No, just a tour of their malls. I just want to see British malls. I want to get used to hugging the left side with my shoulder. And the kiosks are to my right. I just got, I've got to experience it. Imagine you, you fly over there just to do the malls. That's rich. That's wealthy. Just went to your, we didn't even see the outside. Just doing a mall pass. Check out the malls. We're just checking out the indoor water parks of Bulgaria. That's it. They got like three or four great indoor water parks. Cold weather, you know. You get up there by Canada, Minnesota. All of a sudden you're confronted with something you never see in L.A. The indoor water park. We could have built them all. We built some water slides. And it smells like chlorine. And there's windows that get fogged up. Build it without foggy windows. Can you figure that out? It's like you knew it was going to be a water park. Build it to withstand the conditions. Was I wrong about that mall thing? I ask myself tough questions. I go, if that's two, if that's two bikers... If that's huge, huge dudes with, um, like, uh, MMA shirts on, then they'd not even say, like, UFC, but they're just, like, you know, those type of ornate uh, nightclub and T-shirts those fellas wear. If it was two dudes like that, would you have done that? Hard answer? Hard answer? Probably not. Why can I live with that? Why can I live with the fact that I would do it to two ladies and not to the bikers? How does that make me a man? How do I explain that? Well, here's how. It's all just about momentum in the moment. You know what I mean? Like this all happens within two and a half seconds. You know what I mean? Now, the human brain is equipped for danger. If I would have saw those two dudes, immediately probably I would have thought, you know, this is, a, this is a threat. We're out in the jungle. How do we handle this? Well, to avoid, to avoid confrontation. So before I could even... It just happened. It just happened. It wouldn't have just happened if they immediately seemed threatening. Meh, maybe I shouldn't have done it. I'll never do it again. How about that? If I can't do it to two bikers, I shouldn't be doing it to anybody else. Thank you for listening long enough for me to figure this out. Wait, but does that mean 
Wait, you can never stick up for yourself if you wouldn't stick up your, for yourself against huge, threatening folks? That, then, 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 that doesn't make sense to me either. Howard, could you waste more of our time working it out? Yeah, I could, but you know why I can't? Because coming in at number three. Whatever. Hey, that's Moana from the Moana soundtrack. That's Alul Kravelho. <laughs> the person's name is the artist's name who sings that. The song's called How Far I'll Go, and it's by Alul Kravelho. C R A V A L H O. Kravelho. If you can make it with that name, Anything is possible. Did you hear that song? Did you hear how it just sounded generically Broadway? There's nothing to suggest Hawaii. Do you hear how it sounded just like a song from Frozen that represents snow and cold and winter? The season that gives us seasonal depression. Nobody goes, I got seasonal depression. It's July. What are you talking about? No, it always happens. In the wind-whipped months. In the weather-beaten months. In the desolate swirl of bad air. If you're new to this program or to my broadcasts, Google negative ions. They're negative, but they're actually great. Negative ions. If you go by the beach or a waterfall, it's a change in the air. It's from the molecules of the water slapping around. Sounds like I'm talking a bunch of mess. But it's true, gang. Negative ions. Look it up. Listen to the tune. Who wrote the tune? Me. Hey, uh... Yeah. Anyway, that was Moana. I guess I should be happier about it, but I'm going to go see it again. I, I saw Rogue One again. And I liked it better this time. And at the same time, I fell asleep. Truly. I was, I was sitting there thinking, wow, second time through, I could see the charms of this thing. And then I woke up. So I walked out again. But I think I'm going to go back a third time and just try to time it right. You know what I mean? I'll buy my Rogue One ticket. Then I'll go see some Moana. Then I'll pop into Rogue One. For, I, I can't get past, like... In my mind, it's, it's the two-thirds point. If Rogue One was a hockey game, third period. That's the part I keep walking out before. But who knows? I mean, time moves slow for me in there, so... I might have only got halfway through. I don't know. Rogue One! Whew! been raining for three days straight in Los Angeles. It's tough. We're pinned in here. If you notice a dip in the entertainment quality, maybe this week, maybe over the next few weeks, I would, I would put it towards this rain. 
chalk it up to the rain. Coming in at number two, number two. Usher Raymond Chain is too cheap. I get my cash money, your melly, your melly, your melly, your melly, These bitches are litty, my niggas is litty, we lit up the city, you feel me? Feel me? My head is as hungry, we hit up the city, we skirt off and eat in the belly. Take a shot before we get that. There you go, Tyga and Kanye West with Feel Me. Oh, here's another one that happened. So I'm walking through the mall, and there's a kiosk to my left. And then the lady steps out, and she hands me a packet, you know, like a lotion packet. And I just take it from her, and I say thank you, and I keep my stride. I don't speed up. I just maintain my stride, and I can hear just as I pass her, her say, I have a question for you. I have a question for you. You know, she's trying to suck me into her sales web. She's trying to ensnare me like a siren as I sail past the rocks. She calls out to ensnare me in a long conversation that eventually involves me making a purchase and then me being temporarily impressed that I bought something that will help my life. And then, two days later, it's not making a dent in my life. So what I did was, I just kept going. You want to hand me, she handed me a Monch Merlot Day Cream. Here, I'll pop it open right now. Right here on the broadcast. Ingredients. Aqua? That's, why would you put that as an ingredient? The ingredient is aqua. Don't everything have water in it? Glycerin. Propylene. Propylene. Glycol. Helanthus. I sound like the substitute teacher taking roll call. Doesn't know any of the kids. Glycol. Glycol? Oh, there you are. Helianthus, Helianthus, and all the kids laugh. <laughs> it's Helianthus. Whatever. Half of you aren't going to have jobs. Aniseed oil. Oh, man, the kids are going nuts right now. Aniseed oil. Caprylic. Anyway, it's got a bunch of stuff. Um, there's a rabbit logo on it, which I think means it's not animal tested. So I'm glad about that. And it's made in Japan. So let's. Pop it open. Merlot collection. What did I do to deserve this? Nothing. She just handed it to me and I kept going. Boom. All of a sudden I got something. All right. Boom. I open it up. Let's smell test it. Ugh, it smells like lotion. I would have put this. She would have put it on my hands. She would have rubbed it into my hands. And... Um, then I, there would have just been massive social pressure for me to buy something because it's as if I just received a massage. Go, wait, a stranger just massaged me? That's got to mean I owe money. Nobody's just doing that. And if they did, they'd get arrested. Huh? Woof. So that was it. It rained and I went to the mall. I shouldn't have. Oh, then I went and got a bento box 
And uh, that was a bad move. It was an atrocity. It was like, if you say to me I'm going to get a bento box, I go, okay, there's going to be stir-fried stuff, there's going to be rice, and there's maybe one of those little salads with ginger dressing. Every bento box I've ever had, that's what went down. So now I'm at a bento box place in the mall. You think, boom, they're going to sizzle it right down the middle. I get the thing to my seat, and I look at it, and it's got, like, mashed potatoes with, like, square stuff sticking in it. It's like, I don't know how you operate, but I'm not even going to taste that or smell that. That's got nothing to do with bento box. That's like if I went to Golden Corral for the bento box special. We just bombed Japan. To celebrate, we're going to have a bento box night here at the Golden Corral. Then we're going to go see the Beatles. Who's the... Oh, man, these Beatles. There's one of them named Ringo. We go get barbecue all the time. I can't name enough Atlanta neighborhoods to keep this bit going. So anyway, there you go. I went to the mall, and then, and then I got the bento box was awful. And then um, we called it a mall. We called it a visit. I got the heck out of there. Gang, thank you so much for tuning in to Hey Gang. Did we do it number one? Oof, I went over my time. Coming in at number one. Madness in it, knowing how it ended. A promise of something so sweet, but never could be. And it smells so good. There you go. He just said lemon ginger. Hey, gang, that's Jens Lechman with What's the Perfume That You Wear? Folks, I'm a big Jens Lechman fan. Me and my friend D-Nice, we always used to listen to those albums. Hey, so if you're not uh, hip on Jens Lechman, you can see how it sounded a little summer that time, too. Check out Jens Lechman's albums. Just go to the most popular tracks. Do what you ever have to do. Do what you have to do. If you need to hit me up for specifics, I'll uh, do that for you on Twitter. But I'll tell you what, uh, I saw him at the Troubadour, and um, he's just a, a, a great, uh, interesting, funny songwriter. It's not straight comedy, though. It's, it's funny. It's just good. All right, we did an extended Hey Gang, and I want to thank you. Um, be careful in the mall. Not everybody's got the same uh, traffic paradigm in their head. Okay, so you might be doing exactly what you think is right. Other people's going to say it's wrong. Stick to your guns. Don't do anything violent. And we'll see you next week on... Hey, gang.